0: Hello. Welcome back. It's Miss Olivia Wright, your host for the If It Had Not Been podcast. All right. God is certainly good. And uh, again, this podcast is inspired by Psalm 124. If it had not been, the Lord who was on our side is the King David sentiment and question to the Israelites and whom was delivered by God out of the hand of the enemy. For those Bible scholars out there, those who read the word of faith, we know the Israelites and their journey and how the enemy was upon them time and time again, but God delivered them from the enemy. And so he says, where would we have been if it was not for God on our side? And so this podcast is also going to be an opportunity to testify and just think about those moments and reflect back on overcoming and telling the good story about how God delivered me and those who may join me. Remembering God's deliverance, his mercy, his goodness, his love, because sometimes, and it might be just me, you can become distracted. Distracted. Everything that's going on in the world. And we know we are not. Of the world. We're in it, but not of it. Revelation 12, 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. and They loved not their lives until the death. That means. That we overcome by the word of our testimony as well as believers. Because if we don't talk about it, then it ain't going to get talked about. (laughs) And certainly, we all have been told, go and preach. So, if it had not been, today's theme or today's topic is conversion. Ah, Every time I think of conversion, I think about the Apostle Paul and the road to Damascus moment. And we know Paul, formerly known as Saul, at the time was a Christian martyr. And so he was on his way to persecute Christians because they weren't allowed to preach Jesus. And so he was well on his way and he's been successful at times. But this time God showed up and struck Saul Long story short <laughs> God God called Saul out of the darkness into the marvelous light. He converted Saul right then and there, and Saul became Paul, a Christian of the faith that we all can admire. He wrote most of the New Testament. So in any case, we all have a story of our own may not be like Saul as we know now as Paul, but can you remember back to your conversion? That time where God knocked on your door and showed up in your situation, your circumstance, whatever you was going through at that time and said, I'm going to need you to come to me. It was a call so much that you could not even resist. That's why you're in the faith today. Your eyes were open. Your ears was, was, was opened. Your heart was opened. There was just a move and a shift so much that you did a complete 180. You went the opposite direction in which you were going and living your life and decided I'm going to follow the faith. I'm going to walk out this salvation. I'm going to repent for the remission of my sins. Acknowledge Jesus is Lord. Confess with my mouth Jesus is Lord. And I'm going to live life differently. Now, the reason why I was so descriptive in that, because we got to marinate on it sometimes. We got to go back play by play and understand the commitment that we made and what we was led to do in that very moment. Because if (laughs) we can be honest, it has been a blessing. I'm not talking about it's free of trials and tribulations and obstacles and challenges and disappointments. I'm not saying that because that's the life experience. But what I'm saying is going about it with God and allowing God to lead and provide his wisdom and knowledge and have that relationship with him. It has made all the difference. Your whole view and perspective of people, places and things have changed. You look at your old habits, those destructive dysfunctional habits that had you bound those things that you didn't want to do that you kept doing because they were out of habit or addiction. Okay. We can go into details. It could have been drugs. It could have been alcohol. It could have been sex. It could have been pornography. It could have been yelling. It could have been arguing. It could have been temper. It could have been anger. Right. It could have been crime. The list goes on and on. It could have been lust. The list of dysfunction and that in which creates bondage, that in, re- cre- in which creates guilt. Oh, it's a long list. You just got to keep on living, right? But reflecting back on those things and understanding that my conversion had me think differently about life and my character and how I walk, the example I set right? How I communicate. Hey, the list goes on and on how I dress. (laughs) So many, who I hang out with, who I talk to on a regular basis, what we talk about. Hello? (laughs) Am I alone here by myself? This was a complete change. Now, if I could say this because, you know, I want to testify because this is what encourages and inspires people. But it was back in July 2014 for me when I was converted. I wasn't converted as a child. I wasn't converted as a teenager. I knew, let me put it like this. God was a genie in a bottle for me because I was raised a, a short stint of my childhood going to church on Sundays. And my mom taught us about the Lord, but it didn't follow me because I didn't know anything about relationship. I didn't get it. I just knew that there was a God and that there was right and there was wrong, but that was enough. The seed was planted to the point where throughout life, whenever I got in a pinch, that's the only time that I called on God. And then when I felt like it, and I just wanted to feel better about myself, I found myself going to church one time maybe two times a year. And so July 2014, it was it. And at this point in time in my life, I was at my ultimate low, my money, my job, my friends, my social network, mentors, family members, bank account, nothing was going to help me in the situation that I was in. I had let life. By my own doing, my own disobedience, and my own dysfunctional ways and trauma and trials and learned behaviors, all of those things that have been unpoliced unmanaged, and of course <laughs> um not discipled, obviously, it got me to a point of the valley, the deepest valley I could ever ever recall where it was just hurt and pain and just, oh my God, what has happened to me? It was blow after blow after blow and there was nobody that can help me. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because we want to remember what God has done for us in our conversion moment. Because there was something that told you, you know what, I don't want to live the way that I'm living right now anymore. I need something different. I desire something different. This does not feel good because see, you know what, and I'm not going to go on a, on a on a tangent on this. People have gone through conversion. And they can backslide. People have gone through conversion and they can begin to forget and be distracted again by the world and start to forget what God did in that very moment and how his love came pouring out to you in a time of need. And he showed you something different. He lets you know, I have, I have a way for you to go in this journey that is far better than you could ever imagine. Life eternal. Eternal. So almost nine years ago, or maybe 10, I don't know. I can't put a number on it because it's, 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 it's Feb 2023 at this time. But again, a low point in my life, God led me to read the word. I actually opened the Bible and I started reading it all the way from Genesis to Revelation. And when I opened that Bible was the first time that I read it, not to remember, to memorize a verse, (laughs) not to memorize a verse, but to really read it from front to back, like a book. And when I tell you it was a page turner, I could not wait to get off work. I wasn't going to uh, listen to it in audio. I wanted to read it straight out the book and I would hurry up and get home and I would read that word and I would just turn that page and I'd be like, Oh my God, I would literally see my life coming right before me. The the ways that I was and going through the book of Proverbs and the a uh, wisdom that was in that reading the psalms and and seeing the pain and the and and the hurt and the guilt and the different psalms that they have right for grieving and celebrating and and singing and praise and crying out to God for deliverance it was absolutely astonishing and i have not been the same ever since i actually read it to learn about god And when I learned about God in that moment and who he is and who Christ, his son is, it just everything came together for me. And I said, God, I want to go to a church, the church that I read about in here. Please let me just just I need a church. And he led me to a church where I was then um, baptized in Jesus name. It was such a blessing. And I was like, you know, I have to say this. My son was even baptized with me that day. He was only eight at the time. And, you know, with me having a a life where I was lost uh, for a, a significant part of my adulthood, young adult years, I should say, it was just a blessing how the timing was on that because of my obedience and my opening that word and going to God, it actually planted a seed in my, my younger son and a lifestyle change was made mind and body. I didn't dress the same. I didn't hang out in the same places. I didn't talk to the same people, right? I was completely stripped of all worldliness just to its totality, like I was like a blank canvas. I didn't even look like what I used. So I didn't, I didn't dress like I, it was just so different. I was I, the old man was dead. I was a new creation and I was dead set and in intent on seeking God and everything that he had to offer. And I've been running ever since. But the reason why I want to bring up this story is because we need to celebrate our conversion every single year. Like we do our birthdays. You can't celebrate a birthday and not a conversion. I'd rather celebrate my conversion than my birthday because sec, I mean <laughs> being born is second to my conversion to be honest. <laughs> Cause I was born into sin, I was born a sinner. So the conversion is where life, It's the new birthday. It's new life in Christ. And so I just wanted to share this because for anybody out there that is at a low point and you are just, your back is up against the wall and you know God has been talking to you and just trying to tell you to just come to me, answer the call. What do you have to lose? (laughs) I remember an older pastor of mine would say, Look at what you've done to yourself so far. <laughs> you've been in control of your life and look where it's gotten you. Now, some people will say, oh, I'm doing pretty well for myself. I am not talking about your money and your education. Ooh, we know as human beings, boy, we will stand on that and we will act like there that's all there is to life. That don't have nothing to do with the matters of the heart. Right? Those mental and emotional things moments that you will have based off of life experiences different times life is unpredictable and money and education is not the answer your money can help you through a trial if you're financially stable it can help cushion uh, the blow at times right if it's if it's money you need oh yeah absolutely your education right can present you opportunities absolutely but what i'm talking about is is those hurts and those pains that money can't fix, that your education can't fix. It's, it's within you. Some of these things we can't even talk to our neighbor about. We can only go to God. We would want to only confess it to God. Those moments, those times, and to know that we have a heavenly father that is waiting on us and already knows what we have going on before we even say anything. Whew. Again, we want to celebrate conversion. Oh, what are you celebrating this weekend? My conversion? Yes, I'm so excited about it. I know I do. And I hope that you do too, because it is the best decision that you've made in your life. And you maintain your relationship with God and you do what you need to do to hold on to your faith. Because it's very important for this journey and this walk. And we know so many benefits that come from it. That we cannot get anywhere else. So that's what I wanted to talk about. If it had not been for conversion, I would be so sad. I would be depressed. Mentally and emotionally, I don't know where I would be. I don't even want to think about it. Um, The old man was challenged. And a lot of trauma and emotion and hurt and pain, abandonment, rejection. So many things. And the flesh wanted to gratify those insecurities and just do whatever it could to mask and, and just, wow. God is good. To know that what I used to battle with to know that it's not something I'm tripping over anymore because of God's grace, because of his deliverance power, you know, the addictions and the fruitless relationships and, um, you know, the fornication and the games, relationship games that are being played and um, you know, the lack of discipline and, um, you know, little things like not being able to keep a home, or you know, cleanliness, and um, you know, responsibility and accountability. Um, you know, even being healthy, right? Attitude towards food and and money, like the list goes on. It's a transformation, and it's something to be celebrated. And every single year, when that time comes around, I reflect on the decision that I made and how God has kept his promise all this time, that he has been there for me. He's provided my needs according to his riches and glory, and he will you as well. So let's celebrate God, let's celebrate conversion, and uh, share our testimony to others that it really made a difference in your life. It changed your life forever and the lives of those around you. Because no, it is not about us. It is about God's overall purpose and plan for his creation. And we were put in position and we raised our hand and say, I will do it. and I will stand in a position. I will stand for you and I trust you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think I'm done here. And so I want everyone to be blessed. Celebrate your conversion. Thank God for his goodness. Pray that he continues to keep you and watch over you. Until next time, be blessed. <laughs> Signing off, Miss Olivia Wright with the If It Had Not Been podcast.